again. Conversations about those cities have started to cool down, according to this article I read. Interesting. So, uh, I I saw also Austin is still up there, which is a you know certainly a tech, definitely a a, a tech mecca. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, I've noticed really lately Texas has really been getting into the tech market, uh, especially with a lot of the raw materials being located there in general. Um, especially Austin and Dallas, they've just been getting more and more into the technology sector by having bigger companies. Like a lot of infrastructure companies are actually uh, building data centers down there because the climate is actually pretty good for running uh, data centers, server farms, and kind of hosting part of the internet there. Right, and I, when I was in Austin, uh, we went to UT Austin, and that's where Michael Dell went, and I know Dell has a lot of a lot of present they have a big presence there in Austin so yeah it's just interesting to see uh, Amazon's starting to narrow down their choices they they promised to have a decision by the end of 2018 so we're coming up on the end of 2018 so we'll see what they decide we will see indeed would you like to share something uh, that you sure found, uh, so uh, this is kind of an oddball interesting story that I that I found uh, a painting that was created by an algorithm sells for $432,500 for this painting. And it literally looks like, like a two year old took a, took a watercolor and made like a very undistinguishable face and just kind of spilled black paint around it. Um, but it's, it's really interesting because this is like, legit yeah i saw um our anthropology teacher i'm in an anthropology class this semester <clears throat> she showed us this painting and i guess the training set they had it look at thousands of yeah. classic paintings Fifteen thousand portraits spanning from the 14th to 20th centuries okay yeah well i mean i i can only imagine the, the thing i the reason that it sold for so much money I'd assume is because the collector wants to or thinks that they can be the first person to have an AI painted you know masterpiece and you know a hundred years from now the this will you know be such a it'll be a really collectible I guess like saying hey I own the first AI painted yeah exactly work but like you were reading you can you can download the source you can clone yeah. the source it's it's really funny because literally in the in the rest of the article it says it's horrible art from a, an aesthetic standpoint the guy who made this says and he says you have to put some work into it to call it art it's something that everyone can do you can clone this from github start your computer and start doing this exact same thing i don't know that's what art is all about so it's <laughs> literally like he's just saying like why is He's dumbfounded as to why this is selling for so much because it's literally art that is being generated by a computer. I can go and start up, like I could start my laptop here and have so many just garbagey um, pictures come out, but this one apparently was good enough to sell for half a million dollars. <laughs> was this the first? This was the first one, I guess. Is that the why first? It, it says the it first was, one that this um, this neural net painted. 
it's it's not the first one that it painted. It was the it's the first painting that has ever been um, auctioned off at Christie's auction house okay. that has not come from a human. So gotcha. that's that's why I think it drove up so much of the cost. People just like you said want to be that first person to own, right? Gotcha. Yeah, it's it's really interesting because it's the fact of like this is this this painting was made by a bunch of art students who just like uh, art appreciating computer scientists who are just like hey we bet we can make some crappy art with this and turn around and they're just like why the heck is this selling for half a million dollars <laughs> so yeah i yeah they're not too uh, upset about it though i'm sure I, i'm <laughs> sure they're not <laughs> So uh, I also s I was reading uh, about the uh, the Tesla Roadster that SpaceX launched into space that has a little mannequin man on it. They call Starman. Uh, right now he is out. He's in a you know a heliocentric orbit, and he's out past the orbit of Mars right now. Uh, it, he's not expected to make another close encounter to the Earth until Nove November 2020. Uh, and even then, he'll be 32 million miles away from Earth. Mm -hmm. So he, the next time they're calling for a truly close uh, approach by the Starman is in 2091. So he, basically, they're saying he could be very lonely for several thousand possibly million years <laughs> just a low-key several thousand they would have to years. they would have to they're basically saying we would have to make a point of going back to it or maybe they I don't even know if they have the capability for any sort of burn that would change its orbit True. I don't even if it is it just the car I'm not even I, I mean I think it's just the car at this point because it, it lost like everything else the, all the rockets that actually sent it into orbit uh, I think this is basically like the capsule of sorts um, that like the payload that was actually yeah. being delivered. So they don't, they, I guess they don't have any, the capacity for more. I mean, unless they figured burns. out some, some way to like, like electricity push it. <laughs> I mean, I, I, that'd defy all laws of physics, but uh, <laughs> still it's the fact that there's a freaking Tesla in space that it's just kind of there. So <laughs> on the same, on a similar topic, at least it involves Elon Musk. I was reading about the boring company for the LA, the LA test tunnel, uh, the commuter uh, tunnel. It may actually be done. Elon Musk tweeted that he wanted to have a opening party on December 10th of this year. Really? And by most people's, uh, most most people will agree that it looks like he didn't overpromise this, and it might actually happen, which should be cool to see. That's very cool, and that'll that'll kind of usher in a new wave of, uh, if it works, it usher in a new wave of transportation. Yeah, about uh, the the trams go about 150 miles an hour. Jeez. Um, he wants to he wants to uh, set the price at about a dollar. That's awesome. I would ride. totally ride it. Yeah, absolutely. You, you know, there actually uh, there were talks of actually making one of those in Chicago. Really? Uh, yeah, basically going from O'Hare Airport to the Loop and just making that a straight shot because I I believe that's about 15 miles. Okay. From from where we worked in the Loop to O'Hare, where I near where mm. I live, it's about 15 miles and. 
Uh, they say they could just tunnel basically under the entire city and along, I, th I think that's I-94 between O'Hare and the city, just tunnel under there and get everything to working like, like that and basically just eliminate the, the L mm -hmm. between the airport and the loop. So it'd be really cool to see. I was listening to uh, Stuff You Should Know podcast uh, about people who died at the hands of their own inventions or creations. Mm -hmm. And there was a guy in London who was trying to build a, basically a small plane to commute from the, from downtown to any of the, the airports. Yeah. And apparently it was the real deal, really fast. Um, and it would be pretty inexpensive, but about, about the cost of a cab ride and mm -hmm. a fraction of the time. Uh, but he was doing some uh, test flights and oh, no. he, it crashed and then passed. So uh, it, I, you think about it, you're, you, if you were thinking about you know, a small jet, you know, like a flying car, you, you don't really you don't think that that's really necessarily a very good idea, but I guess this guy had it all figured out. Unfortunately, he's not able to finish his project. Well, that's a bummer. Hopefully that doesn't happen to Elon Musk. I mean, underground's probably <laughs> a little safer. I mean, you're already yeah. there anyway. Hope, I, yeah, I hope he did. Are you yeah. saying you hope he doesn't die on the tram? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, that's a that's a tough one for sure but if he pulls it off that's going to revolutionize the way that we travel so it'll be really cool to see uh do you have any uh anything i think else? we're going to take a break real quick and we'll come back uh finish off with another right. story and call it a day for today uh just been a busy busy week that's for sure so we're going to take a break and we will be right back you're listening to tech talk nation Tech Talk Nation will be right back. Tech Talk Nation is brought to you by Fitzgerald Tech Solutions. We live in the digital world. Everyone is on the internet at least once a day. It is commonplace for every business, individual, and organization to have a website. You need a website to stay competitive. At Fitzgerald Tech Solutions, we provide you with everything you need for your internet presence. Whether you want to take the more DIY approach by buying web hosting services on our fast, US-based servers with industry-leading software, or allowing us to do the web designing and multimedia creation services for you, you can know that you are getting high-quality, reliable, and cost-effective services that you need to stay ahead in the market. Fitzgerald Tech Solutions fits your timeline. We work efficiently to make sure that you get what you want as soon as possible. Fitzgerald Tech Solutions fits your needs. Whether you are someone looking to get your own website or a large company looking for a fresh look, we can amaze you with our skills and expertise. Fitzgerald Tech Solutions fits your budget. We make sure that great websites don't break the bank and will not stop until you are 100% satisfied. Fitzgerald Tech Solutions. Tech. We get it. You're listening to Wiley Radio. Welcome back to Tech Talk Nation. 
All right. Welcome back to Tech Talk Nation. Uh, thanks for sticking with us after that break. Uh, and we still have some more tech to talk about, right, Nate? Absolutely. So <laughs> I found this really interesting article. And uh, the reason that I kind of did a little research on this topic is because I saw a video about it earlier today. Um, but basically, Disney is developing stunt robots. You, you know what? You that yeah. I we were watching this video before the show, and it is pretty incredible. So basically, what they did is they make robot stunt doubles. So you know how in movies they generally don't have the actors do their own stunts because that could hurt them or injure them or what whatever they, they put. They put important. people who are <laughs> trained for that uh, to do the stunts for them. But one of the interesting things with this is we're, they're going to replace that with a robot now, um, which it's it's so cool. So basically, uh, the way that Disney developed this is they developed a uh, first prototype that was basically think think of like an electric Z, and uh, what it would do is it would like tuck itself in and bring itself out uh, to be able to do its own kind of flips in the air, and it would just kind of release like a. From a from a belt, uh, as it would like fly down and it would release and do some flips or something. But the most recent version of this prototype is a full humanoid robot that can like strike superhero poses midair. We, we were watching some mm -hmm. of this. Isn't it like super cool? Yeah, it's really cool. I'd recommend checking this out. I don't know where you saw it in TechCrunch. Yeah, it's on TechCrunch here. Um, just search like Disney stunt robot, and I'm sure it'll come up. Uh, but basically. It's it's using its own sensors on board to be able to do all these stunts, and what the uh, people who actually like program the robot do is they just kind of program what they want it, the robot to do, and it will autonomously figure out how to do it. So basically, like the person programming it will basically say like strike this pose at this altitude in this given location, and the robot will figure out everything else for itself, like how to what what Get motors to, that to point move. And yeah, whatnot. exactly. And uh, the interesting thing, too, is with something like this robot, it's repeatable and perfect every single time. Yeah. Like, like we were watching this video, and they showed, like, four different attempts, and you couldn't tell any single one of them apart, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, like, it would jump, and it would look the exact same as if it did it the, the next time. Like, like, with humans, people would have to improvise, figure out what's, like, uh, if they released a little too early, they'd have to compensate for that. But with this robot, it detects where it is and when to release the rope so it could fly through the air. And it will get that exact point every single time, which is kind of insane. Yeah, the Disney Imagineers, it's pretty crazy, the stuff that that they come up with. Especially there was the audio animatronics, that's what they called the the humanoid robots they developed for their theme parks. That was a long time ago. And just to see how much... Uh, how much this technology's improved reminds me some of like some of the stuff you see from Boston Dynamics. You know, yeah. you you see some viral like spam video about you know parkour yeah, robot, parkouring yeah. robot. It's, it's pretty crazy how the balance and you know the bipedal walking. Um, some pr pretty cool stuff. Oh yeah, and and it, it mentioned here in this article that even though Disney kind of wants to use this technology in their movies uh they actually their main goal in developing this technology is to actually replace actors in a lot of the <laughs> uh the set pe like the uh the uh stunt 
uh, shows that they have at uh, at Disney World oh, okay. and stuff, and Disney World and Disneyland uh, basically replace a lot of those those stunt actors with these robots. So in case they get injured, Disney doesn't have to pay like medical compensation yeah. and all of that uh, legal jazz. Um, but it, it was really interesting. And then in this video I watched, uh, they were talking to a um, uh, stunt performer, one of the main stunt performers for like Chris Hemsworth. He was like literally the stunt performer for like every Marvel movie ever. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he's actually fully on board with the robots, believe it or not. Yeah. He, he was saying that the way that he builds up stunts that he does is he kind of does it bit by bit and uh, uh, like adds a new element every single time he would do it over again uh, to make sure that it looks really cool. But he says if we could take the the human factor out of it and ought, like build it up and simulate what it would look like for a human, make sure everything's safe and uh, there's like uh, good values of like G four stuff like that, he could kind of skip that entire process, just go straight in, do the entire thing at once, mm -hmm. uh, and save time and money for the for the production company, which is really cool. Um. But it's kind it's kind of insane just to just to see this thing uh, work. I, I really encourage you to look up the video, um, and it's it's like in it's insane, right? Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> Very cool. You have uh, anything else that you'd like to talk about? I'm 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 pretty I'm pretty good for today. I mean, okay. uh, short show, but short show. Getting um, back in the swing of things. Getting back so. in the swing of things. Going to be back here on Friday, hopefully. Uh, just been kind of busy, like like I said, yeah, with exams right. and stuff. It's just kind of been a little bit uh, out of the out of the weather for for me at least. And obviously, being a college student, I want to do well in my exams. Yes. And uh, while we do love our of fine course. viewers. Uh, I'd like to pass my classes so I could do this more. <laughs> so, um, with that, thank you so much for joining us today. Appreciate you stopping on by this Sunday evening. Uh, make sure if you want to listen to any of our other episodes, we're available on pretty much every streaming service out there and just kind of listen in to what we have to say about some of the most recent tech and be sure to join us next week for even more discussions on the most recent technology. Thanks and have a great night. Thank you for listening to Tech Talk Nation. Tune in next week for more discussion on the latest in tech. Visit our website at www.techtalknation.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks for listening to Tech Talk Nation. Tune in next week for more discussion on the latest in tech.